I don't have any ice to jingle. <laughs> yeah, I don't need it. Five, six, seven, eight. It doesn't matter what course, disco always feels right. When Dick and Papa hold you tight, nothing gets to you, cause that butter ain't cool. Everything you will be alright. thing baby the podcast call in we need all uh, we need call-ins what are we even gonna talk about anyway like a like at least one wolf i mean obviously wolves but couple what couple of wolves baby Good day, and welcome to the Wolfpack Discussion with Dick and Papa. For those of you who are with us for the first time, we are a podcast dedicated to disc golf, hopefully witty banter, and light social commentary. We will warn you that there will be some adult-oriented stories, but we will try to keep it mostly PG-13. I'm Dick, and I am here as always with the one and only Papa Wolf. Before we begin, we send our love to our beautiful mothers, Patty and Daphne, and apologize ahead of time for what you might hear. All right, well, that'll be about the most serious you ever hear us. Uh, hello, I'm Papa Wolf, and we really didn't know how to begin this wonderful journey of a podcast. Uh, we have many ideas. We have no real format, so we decided to uh, just go with our basic intros of who we are to begin with, and then we'll have a little commercial, and then we'll go into the history of Wolfpack, and then get into our normal format, but to give you a, a Brief rundown of who I am. I'm PDGA number 39996. I hail currently from Coopersville, Michigan, which is northwest of... It's Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. There you go. And uh, I just uh, thought that I'd tell you a little bit about my disc golf journey. So I uh, started playing with uh, Dick over here in 2008, and by 2009, uh, we had sold our first disc uh, online, and uh, really started to enjoy the game. We played our first event, uh, sanctioned event, in March 2009 with the Flint Town Flyers. Nope, not March, May 2009 with the Flint Town Flyers. Uh, Mark Stevens, the PDGA commissioner for the state of Michigan, was the TD of that, TD of that event. And uh, really kind of sprung us into playing a little bit more competitive. Rich is a former D2 center fielder, and I myself dabbled. D3. No, D3. I'm not that good for D2. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I've lied to a lot of people then yeah. over my career, telling what happened. Them, yeah, what are you gonna do? So um, we like to to be a little competitive and darts and pool, and, and definitely enjoy disc golf. So uh, we've been playing for a long time, and uh, as owners of Wolfpack Discs, we've got to see a lot of cool things. And 
Now I work full-time in the industry for Great Lakes Disc. Go visit their uh, website or stop in their store in Grand Rapids. And I'm also the, uh, I guess, team manager for Paragon Disc Golf. I guess that's a technical term. So look, look for more of their funness this summer and check their website out if you're a TD or need some custom printed stuff. And really uh, enjoying working full-time in the industry. Dick, what are you up to? Well, uh, recently I just moved. I was downtown Detroit, and now I'm out in uh, Corktown with my roommate Jake and my beautiful black lab Drake, Jake and Drake, chilling all day. Um, other than that, just been living life, trying to stay sane during these times, and uh, that's about all we're going to talk about coronavirus. And we hope you're all healthy and safe, though. Um, For sure. But we just thought that... You know, we uh, have a lot of good conversations on our way to disc golf tournaments, and we've been talking about doing this for years, and I said, fuck it, let's do it. It's time to go. Yeah, we, we know I there's... Say, can I say fuck? Yeah, you can totally cool. say fuck. Thanks, uh, Spotify. We know there's a lot of uh, disc golf podcasts out there, and uh, we've been on a few of them and have really enjoyed listening to some of them, and... We will give you uh, at least the bare minimum of effort when we record, so uh, we're proud of that. And with that being said, we have sponsors already because we're not going to do anything dumb ahead of time. So we're going to stop recording, and then we will issue into a commercial, and then we'll start recording again. That's how science works. We're that fancy. I watched a lot of podcast podcasts about how to podcast, and this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, so here's a word from our sponsors. Thank you. Hello. Did you know the GreatLakesDisc.com website is launched, and we're excited to give Wolfpack Discussions listeners 10% off any purchase for the entirety of 2021. Use promo code 39996 at checkout to save 10% on your order. And be sure to follow these fine fellows on Facebook and Instagram for sweet and supple giveaways. That's GreatLakesDisc.com, promo code 39996. Papa's Picks. Are waiting for you, baby. And we're back. Thanks to our sponsors, as always. Uh, really helps us as far as being able to put this podcast on. And next up, Papa's going to tell us about the history of our company and what we're all about. Yeah, and this is also take two because Richard forgot to record the first time. It's new software. Fuck off. So, anyways, if you've never gotten to experience a Wolfpack Disc Tournament <laughs> event, Try out happy hour shenanigan. We're sorry for you. We hope that you get that opportunity in your disc golf career. But we started back in 2009 by buying large eBay lots. This is before Facebook Marketplace. And you guys uh, know what eBay is? That's what I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and we broke those lots up and, and sold them as smaller lots and got a lot of our discs that way. And we ran our first uh, event in 2010. It was a fundraiser for a YMCA summer camp that Richard and I worked at. And still remember that we got Innova, Glow X-Cals, Glow Leopards, and Glow Aviars. And we thought we were the coolest people in the history of time. I wonder what those are worth now. Um, and also, we had beautiful mustaches. Because it was Movember. It was Movember. And we were. Uh, this is before uh, the trademark of Movember. So we could use it whenever we wanted. But then it got trademarked by... I believe statistically. Do you think that 
my zipline ace is the best shot I've ever made? Um, probably. And describe what I did. So basically, we had a small nine hole course at this summer camp that Rich and I worked at. Sorry, Dick and I. That was weird. Yeah. I called you Rich. You can call me whatever. But... Uh, and we we raised money for their scholarship campaign to help send kids to camp in the summer who wouldn't be able to afford it. That's kind of what Rich and I love to do. And one of the shots for the for the tournament was you got to go down a zip line and throw as uh, three discs or two discs. I can't remember how many. Had a basket and Rich uh, Rich did it. Rich went down the zip line and threw it in the basket and did the old ace. And he was one proud peacock after that. He walked around so proud. Two questions. How far was the shot? Um, going down or going over? Because going down, it was maybe 40 feet. Going over, it was maybe 25 feet. So, and use your speed, Pythagorean theorem. What speed was I going um, on the zipline? I would estimate you were going between 12 and 14 miles an hour. That's a good fucking shot. Yeah. Imagine trying to ride a bike as fast as you can. <laughs> While throwing a disc into a basket about 40 feet away. And also you're spinning because you're just dangling from a rope. Yeah. Imagine a circle edge putt while you're running, riding your bike. <laughs> That's basically what you did. We're real proud of you. Yeah, I don't do much, but I got some highlights. There you go. So we, uh, we ran a few events here and there, and then I moved to Detroit and uh, met up with John Mancucci and everybody that's awesome in the Motor City Chain Gang. And we got to run a few events for them and, and partner with them. And uh, then we were very lucky to befriend Ted and Lydia. And mm, I miss them. Then we got to run a few events at, at Bonnie Brook, rest in peace. And happy uh, baby. Man, I miss that course every day. Uh, and we, we continued to grow. Uh, and eventually I moved out to Jackson and started to run some more serious sanctioned events, uh, both in the Ann Arbor area in uh, Jackson and, and up in Ludington. And we've been working with the MDGO a lot over the past decade. So it's been a, a really um, grand time. Uh, it's been nice to represent a brand that um, we think is uh, fun and uh, isn't too serious, but still loves the uh, competitive side of disc golf. And that led us to meet uh, a lot of interesting people. But the, probably the two people that influenced us the most at the beginning were, were none other than... Uh, Paul Grasso and, and Mark Stevens uh, from Flintown Flyers, they literally taught us how to run events, how to manage events, and, and we had a lot of fun getting to know them on the friend side and, and putting at Paul's Palace back in the day. Yeah, I remember that place. It was cold, but that was awesome. Yeah, that's the first indoor putting league I ever went to back in like 2010, 2011. So. Didn't they put the basket up on like a lift in the shop? A forklift, yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> was fun. That was a good setup, and... As we started to play more events up in the Flint area, we met uh, DJ Hunt, and DJ Hunt and his brother RC were actually the first two people that we sponsored. They're very good pro M1s, and still are, and um, DJ's still on our team, which is really cool. And uh, During uh, my, my stay in Detroit area, we expanded our team a little bit more, and, and we've continued to grow over our time. Rich was in New York for a few years and met some friends out there that we now sponsor as well. Uh, so we're blessed to have players in, in a couple different states, and we have a roster of just under about 50 players that we sponsor in some way, shape, or form. Um, but really, once once you like the pack on Facebook, you're, you're on the team. Oh. I was going to say, we, we have our officially sponsored players, but really we're just a big family. And we wish we could sponsor 500 players because we probably have 500 people who would want to be by us. Yeah. But we, we're still keeping it. 
pretty tight to the chest a little bit, and uh, but we do always appreciate the support from everybody and know we love you all for supporting us. So when we started talking about this podcast, one of the things that I kept saying is, Rich, I think we should just not do a podcast, and I think we should just record a vlog and so that we could just put it on YouTube and people could watch us like that, and we could still stop and edit, you know, for when Rich fucks up, and um, more importantly, like, you just missed the visual of Rich, so (laughs) when Rich is telling the story, there was a pause, if you rewind it about 45 seconds, you'll see the pause, or hear the pause, Rich paused, (laughs) dropped his head down at least five inches, and waited for, like, a response from the crowd, um, which was not coming since no one can hear us right now. Uh, and then started back up and drank his whiskey immediately following that sentence. So uh, I think we should do this live. Uh, maybe we'll record the third segment live on uh, Facebook so people can see it. But it is uh, a lot of fun to run Wolfpack Dis. It's been really cool to go to events and see people wearing your hats and uh, carrying your discs that you've never met before. I think that's one of the most awesome things about being uh, uh, a disc golf company owner or however you want to word that so um, this podcast has been a lot of fun but Rich is giving me and now a word from our sponsors you know if you had one shot one opportunity hello it's Wayne Jodway do you have sweaty hands are you a little greasy it's okay to be honest with yourself on this one maybe you need a little extra help with your grip Maybe it's too hard. Maybe it's too soft. No matter what your grip needs are, Mitten Bags has you covered. Visit MittenBags.com and use promo code WPD to save 10%. Once again, that code is WPD to save at MittenBags.com. It says comb or comb right there. Oh, you're playing brand. I might have fucked it up, didn't I? No. Dude, it was so good. (laughs) And we're back. Thanks again to our sponsors. You know, really, we love them. We're really happy with all of our sponsors. Thank you, and uh, for sponsorship uh, inquiries, if you will, please visit uh, wolfpackdis at gmail.com, and maybe your company can get on here. It's crazy. These companies are, like, giving discounts just because they like us. Just because they like us. Discounts are coming. You're welcome. You're welcome. World. All right, so we're going to go through (laughs) a few things. Uh, Rich, you're up first. Album of the week. What is it? Talk to me. You know, it's our first episode, and uh, it's a lot of pressure. You know, you could go with some of the classic ones like Pet Sounds by the Beastie Boys or, uh, you know, Abbey Road by the Beatles. Those are everybody's top five, top ten, whatever. Um, I'm going a little different route this week. And to start off, just to give you a feel for my musical pleasures, um, we're going to go with the Beastie Boys. Can you guess which album? Uh, well, since uh, we pre-did this, I do know <laughs> what album to, it is. You're supposed to fake like you didn't know what it was. No, I'm an honest man. I don't lie. Right. I know what album it All is. Right. Just, so go ahead and tell them. It is Paul's Boutique. Mm, Paul's Boutique by the Beastie Boys. Um, in my opinion, I mean, I wouldn't say that this album necessarily has any of my all-time favorite songs. There's plenty on that list. But this album, front to back, and how it was put together... And like one song just goes into the next song so well. Um, it's my favorite. If I were just to sit down and have a whiskey and uh, put on a little album just to listen to, it's Paul's Boutique. Um, it's one of the truly most underappreciated albums of all time. And to prove that, 
it only ever reached number 24 on the R&B hip-hop album charts. Okay? That's very exciting. Also, for those of you that are listening at home, Rich did the neck thing again where he dropped it about six inches and dropped down and waited for everyone to respond. It was really exciting to watch. Say that again. Number 24 on the R&B and hip-hop album charts. Not the Billboard Hot 200 or whatever. Just the hip-hop album charts. Number 24. So underrated is what you're trying to say. Very. Um, I would say it's their best album. And License to Ill had hit number one on the Billboard 200, not the hip-hop charts, the Billboard 200. So uh, I think License to Ill is great. I think it's wonderful, but Paul's Boutique never got credit until you know 25 years later. Um, it's the most sample heavy album of all time it means they're just taking samples from all the different you know old songs and beats and bass lines i think it's like 120 samples they use throughout the whole album and it's just beautiful um gotta love them they started off as a punk rock band and ended up being one of the best rap groups ever so this week paul's boutique i suggest you go check it out on whatever listening pleasure you use and uh let me know how you like it, but I'm sure you will. Yeah, send uh, send your reviews to, to Dick. He would love to hear how you feel about his album. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to Disc of the Week. Get mm-hmm. excited. I'm wondering what he's going to pick because we didn't talk about this. We did yet. not talk about this, and this being our first episode, I tried to think back. Um, I know what my first Discraft disc ever was. Mm-hmm. I know what my first overall disc ever was. Do you remember what your first disc ever was? First one I bought. First one you bought. It was a Boss, I believe. It was a Boss. Mine was a DX T-Rex. It was also one of the longest tenured discs in my bag for a while. There you go. But It's lost in a pond somewhere. Yeah, as most of our hopes and dreams are. Mm -hmm. Uh, My disc of the week is not a DX T-Rex or a Star Boss. It is none other... (laughs) Wait, is it going to be something Discraft? Of course it's going to be something Discraft. Hashtag Discraft Underground. Yeah, why would it not be something Discraft? (laughs) Uh, my first uh, ace disc ever. Ooh, I don't think I know this one. Was a D Challenger, black with a red stamp. I believe from Monkey Island, if I'm correct. What was it? Like a 150 foot hole? Uh, Might have been 160. <laughs> I don't know. Rain tree. Uh, let's just say it was on our course. If oh, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, Copenhagen. Yep. So uh, yeah, the disc of the week is the D Challenger. There's so many people out there. Loving the Luna and loving the Fierce, but don't forget the D Challenger still reigns supreme, even though I currently putt with a Challenger OS, because I just need a little bit more stability in my life. Would you say the Challenger is the second most sold Discraft disc ever? Um, ever, sh- yeah, I'd make that bet, ever, but yeah. in the last two years, no. No, no, no definitely not. People and are. at some point it won't be. No. Huh? Okay, what do you think will take over? Um, at the rate in which I sell them at the store and we sell them online, I would say the zone is probably ahead of the Challenger. And then um, the, f- the the one that's coming up fast and is only going to gain speed is the Luna. The Luna, yeah, but no, you do not to... understand how many Lunas we move in the storage. All right. I just want like, to see the numbers on that. I don't, I don't buy it. You don't buy it because it's too rounded for you, and you don't like it. That's why. You need, you like a nice blunt butter. Oh, super blunt. Yeah. I do like the blunt. I've butters. known you've always loved the blunt. Butters. So moving in, 
uh, past the disc of the week. Thank you, Discraft, for that. Uh, we are moving on to the wolf of the week. Mm, who is it? And Hold on. Drum roll, please. This is a drum roll on my laptop. There's only one option for Wait, the worst. Oh, oh. Rich, drum is, box. Rich is getting the drum box off. This is awkward. There we go. The wolf of the week is none other than George Bino. Hey! No one messes with George in the winter. Why is that, anyway? He just, he's really good at disc golf. I don't know if you know that. He's got strong hands. <laughs> is that something for winter? Have you ever? Sh- yes. Yeah, okay. His hand makes my hand look fucking tiny. But have you ever about just the same height and everything? Have you given him a firm grasp? I don't want to. Give him a firm grasp and look him in the it's eye. It's gonna hurt me. Nah, you need it. Make you a better man. Anyways, it is early two thousand and wait, what year is it? Twenty twenty one. Ah, there it's, we go. It's our year. Uh, it is <laughs> the year of the wolf. <laughs> um, so twenty twenty one. It is barely into February. George already has two sanctioned wins. That's ridiculous. He is on straight fire. So for the first ever wolf of the week, here's to you, Mister George Bino. Nonetheless, he has two hundred twenty seven career events in the PDJ. How many do we have? I have less. <clears throat> I have about that if you count my TD stats. Yeah, maybe. I think we're probably around like 150-ish. I am at 150-ish. Yeah, I think I am I too. don't know what you are. I'm at least over 100. But uh, George has 227 career events. He has 44 career wins. What is... Do that like, math, and it's about 19%, 19.38. We're going to round it up to 20. That's very nice of you. George wins one out of every five times he plays. It's <laughs> ridiculous. That uh, is... How many wins do you have? Uh... I have some. In am in am two or three. I have <laughs> how many? Six. It's twice the twice that I have. <laughs> I have double the amount of wins that you I have. have. I have three. And that's the important thing. Yeah. So congratulations to George. We're gonna move on to our uh, sports mm. debate of the week, and this one's a hot take from from Richard and a hot take from me. Uh, Richard and I love sports. Uh, we don't care who knows. Uh, a little shout out to Lonely Island there. I don't care who knows it. Uh, but the hot take of the week recently traded Matthew Stafford. Sorry, Wes. I know that you're at home crying still. It's okay. Uh, recently traded Matthew Stafford. So what, is Wes a big oh, Stafford Ma- fan? Oh, for sure. Like how hard? Uh, the hardest that I know. <laughs> like the pleat in the pants? I don't know. I've never looked. <laughs> um, so Matthew Stafford was traded to the Rams. Here's the hot take. Matthew Stafford is roughly, what, 32 years old? Give or take? Uh, I would call him probably 32 by next season. Yeah. Okay. Is Matthew Stafford going to have over or under three and a half career? I hope the mic just picked up your neck. Cracking. <laughs> I just that cracked was, my neck, but it was louder than I thought it That was way too loud. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to go back. Anyways, three and a half career playoff victories. Over or under for Matthew Stafford. You have the floor first. Go ahead. Well, first bad thing of this bet is that he... Has zero. Correct. Um, so he would need four for you to say over from this point on. He has the same amount of playoff wins as the Detroit Lions minus the 1991 Detroit Lions. That's ridiculous. Well, he did play for the Lions, so that makes sense. Either way. Um, but he has the same amount of career playoff wins as I do as an NFL quarterback. So sad. That's what I have to say. I just think... Um, I have always been a Matthew Stafford fan. Um, 
I love the Lions until they're out of playoff contention, and then I hope they lose every game. Um, I want those picks, but they always tend to get like seven wins and get the twelfth pick and get a tight end. Um, so that didn't help. They love tight ends. They have gotten three tight ends in the first round in the last. Do you think generously, when Rob generously fifteen years? But I think it's ten. Do you think when Rob Gronkowski retires for the second or third time, he will come and work for the Lions and just draft tight ends for you? That's a dumb question. Anyway. Um, but Matthew, Matthew Stafford, in my opinion, has always been a top 10 quarterback. He's had his down years, but I think in general, if you average out the last 10 years, he's always going to be a top 10 quarterback. Um, there's been talk- Get to your point. What's the answer? Over or under? Over. Over. So you're going over. That's easy. You're a homer. Here is from your Buffalo Bills Not fan. A homer. Your Western New York love, here it comes. Are you ready? I've watching. Watching? That was terrible. I've watched terrible Lions games since I moved out here in 2008. And I've watched plenty of terrible Buffalo Bills games to let you know this interesting fact. Matthew Stafford is an above-average quarterback and will get over three and a half wins in his career. This is a rare take. Where Brian agrees with Dick, it's odd. Wow. It makes me uncomfortable. We should have um, thought of a better idea then. It is. It is. It's uncomfortable. It's weird. I don't like it. But let us it, know if you disagree, because I feel like a lot of you are haters of Stafford, even when he was a lion. So I just don't. I think the Rams have a great team. I think they have a great setup, and Goff is fine, but he's not Matthew Stafford. Like Stafford is. I wonder still what uh, our friend good. Jason Austin would think about this. I don't. He is one of the most knowledgeable sports people yeah. that I talk to. Anyways, moving I, on. I think he would agree with us. We'll see. Yeah, the Rams are just that good. Like Goff could still get three and a half more if he stayed with the Rams. I feel like. I I would agree, but that was yeah. he's also like twenty five. Well, so I mean, just mathematically, over the same of, you know, the next like six yeah, years. We'll see. All right, so three and a half playoff wins for Golf for the rest of his career. <laughs> well, uh, there. There's a, a hot take. <laughs> Make a call right now. Be a man. We're this, recording it right now. Put this on the rundown. I'm going to say... Somebody wants to know what this is. Under. Under. Well... Um, because I don't think he's ever going to play for another good team, including the Lions. Nah. And that's just me being a heartbroken Lions fan. All right. Speaking of heartbroken Lions fans, it's contest time. Do you want to win a brand new Wolf Agnes hat? You mm. might be able to be one of our lucky winners. Comment on the Facebook post about our first ever podcast. We're releasing it. And tell us your favorite Lions fan. Well, Lions fan, that's wrong. Your favorite Lions player. There you go. That's what I meant to say. I thought you were going to have them do something else. No, favorite Lions <laughs> player of all time. Uh, and once you comment, we'll know you listened this far into the podcast, which God bless you. Mm. This is way too far into listen to Rich and I ramble. I'm just glad I haven't offended our mothers yet. I don't think we have either. Should we tell any stories about uh, the Midland event? <laughs> sure. No, let's pass on that. Well, maybe episode two if we make it that far. I hope we make it to four. Yeah, we at least got three ready. Yeah, we actually wrote three already. <laughs> so um, up next is our uh, last commercial, so enjoy that, and then we will have our last call, a.k.a. our closing arguments. I can't wait for our last commercial. It's going to sound so good. I, I believe it will. Love you, Carl. Carl! Wolfpack Discussions is brought to you by Wolfpack Discs Hand Sanitizer. Make sure you rub it deep in those salty wounds. Visit wolfpackdiscs.com to grab yours today. Use promo code WPD10 to save.
Alright, well, we'd like to thank our sponsors as always, especially Wolfpack Discs. Without Wolfpack Discs, this wouldn't be possible. Thank you, Wolfpack Discs. Is that enough, Wolfpack Discs? I don't know if we said Wolfpack Discs or not, but go to wolfpackdiscs.com, use code WPD10 to save. Rich is laughing because Rich has actually never sent anyone to our website. That's been the same code since we started. Like, Rich's player code, if you bought to help support Rich, Mm -hmm. is WPD10. As is mine, because we own the company and we don't need any support. But there are some players out there that could use your support. So Mm -hmm. please, make sure you find your favorite player, use their promo code when you order, or use WPD10, whatever. Uh, Anyways, this final argument, this closing argument, this... uh, this It's a little nugget of truth. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, it's going to flex between Rich and I, Dick and I, each week. And uh, I won. I won the toss for the first one ever. So tails never fails. Tails never fails. And here is. Um, oh wait, we didn't talk about uh, Super Bowl. This is probably gonna come out after the Super Bowl. So make a bold prediction right now. Who is gonna win the Super Bowl? First of all, Brian has no faith that from Friday at five thirty till Sunday at six thirty that I can get this thing put together. Yeah. So that's my challenge. If I fail. I failed. But either way, you'll know what we predicted on Friday, and you can laugh at how wrong we were. Yeah. So uh, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win, and I think the Chiefs are going to go over their three and a half points that they are currently favored by in most betting pools. So, again, Chiefs way over. I, I be- might even say double. I believe they're favored by three and a half or That's so. That's what I literally just said. You don't fucking listen. I got distracted. Yeah, Jake came out of reserve. Jake's Jake sang the uh, intro song with Dick, so give a shout out to Jake. Say hello, Jake. We are real podcast. We're a real podcast. Promise, it's legitimate. You can tell that's him. Yeah, that's literally him. But um, so three and a half. I'm gonna go with uh, the best player of all time. So you're saying that Tom Brady is going to win the Super Bowl? Or they're going to lose but cover the three and a half because you were very indecisive on this statement. I think it doesn't matter because they're not favored. I think they're going to win overall. Okay, so you're saying that Tampa Bay is going to win the game? Yes. Okay, straight up. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Since you said Tampa Bay, I said the Chiefs. I feel like the only fair thing (laughs) is to now ask you to make a wager. So I will lead off with my opening wager, and you can comment. I bet you the buy-in for the Michigan State Championship in Memorial Day weekend, or sorry, Labor Day weekend. Straight up or with the spread? No, straight up. Mm. I bet Chiefs. That's, that's a dumb bet. How about this? If, if I were Chiefs, Vegas, I would choose If the Chiefs win <laughs> by one, two, or three points, it's a push. I think... That still isn't good for my odds because Vegas knows everything, but I will take that bet. Okay, so if the Chiefs win or the – I'm sorry, if the – Chiefs win, If the Chiefs win by more than three and a half – Correct. I will pay for your states. If correct. Tampa wins, you pay for me. Done. I Let think that's still in your favor. However, I'm willing to go with the best player of all time. Moving on to closing arguments. <laughs> Hello, my name is Brian, a.k.a. Pop Wolf. 
PJ number 39996, and I want you to know something very important about disc golf. Statistically speaking, you're not good. <laughs> Wait, me? No, everyone. Okay, because I'm really good. All right. The chances that a top 10% player are listening to this podcast are very low. So I'm going to take that. Like, we have really, really good players on our team, but they probably don't even listen to us. So <laughs> the chances that you're listening to this, you're an am. Most likely, you're probably an am in the state of Michigan. Maybe you're buddies with someone that's sponsored. Maybe you're one of our ams that's sponsored. So this is like, what, 30, 40, 50 minutes into the podcast? I have no idea how long this is going to be. We don't know how and long the commercials still listening. are going to run. So we haven't even done them yet. It's the time for truths. All right? You're probably not good at disc golf. You're probably never going to be Paul Macbeth. I challenge you to be the Paul Macbeth of fun. There are so many people out there that go to our events, go to events that Rich and I attend, that just walk around with the biggest stick inside of their butt. Oh, God, get it out. Like, just so far up their butt. You can call it their ass. Yeah, okay. We there can, are I've too many butt-hurt people on the course, especially sanctioned tournaments. Big tournaments, little tournaments, A-tiers, C-tiers. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> you're an AM3. You're an AM3. Maybe you're an AM2. <laughs> Maybe you're an AM period. Maybe you're even a pro. But if you walk off the course like someone just hit your dog and ran over your friend, that's a problem. This is a game that we are blessed to play. We're blessed to play this game. Can't play this in China. I'm sure you probably can. Eh. But we get to go outside and throw frisbees in the woods or in a field, laugh about it, have some fun with our friends, maybe have a couple of beers from Sherwood Brewing Company. We get to have a great Great time. Wait, where would you get a beer from? Sherwood Brewing Company, oh. located in beautiful Utica, Michigan. I don't... The point is, take fun more serious. Mm -hmm. Don't take your score more serious. Take fun more serious. And we hope to see you out on the course soon. We hope that you come to one of our events, or we hope to have a beer with you at somebody else's event. God bless the USA, and God bless disc golf. Just a shameless plug, if you happen to enjoy our podcast it's weird the wolf pack discussion um tell your friends you know um it is a lot about disc golf but also as we keep going forward you know uh we're gonna be branching out into a lot of different things and if you have any ideas send us an email or shoot us a message on facebook something you want us to talk about and um you know one of the uh traditions that we're always going to have is we're going to finish off the show with a nice shot of Jameson. And so Brian is preparing that now. We have these beautiful 25 milliliter skull shot glasses. It makes me feel so fancy when I'm taking a drink out of this. Maybe like I was in New Orleans or something. Yeah, I, I like the, the skull shot glass uh, for the Jameson. But, you know, just like Brian said, make sure you guys keep it positive. Um, we love all of you as far as just supporting us and being members of our pack, and we hope to uh, continue this for a long time. We hope you enjoy it, and with that, clanky clanky. Have a good one. How do you think we did? Say hi to your mom for us. Yeah, tell her I love her. <laughs> <clears throat> that was real burning. Yeah, that's... Oh. Ready for that, I don't think. Yeah.
think we need a little varnish for this. Okay, I'm on the left, you're on the right, by the way. Because that matters. <laughs> Never, never, <laughs> for the rest of our friendship, never, 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 uh, I told Richard to leave at least a minute in between uh, the last segment and this, so we call this After Hours. But After Hours, I'm offended. I'm upset. Jake says cucumbers aren't worth it, and I want to know why he means they're not worth it. Well, I, I feel like I feel like you're uh, like there. There's a disconnect in, the, in, in like the basis of that belief. All right, where did what this? I was actually trying to do here was was compliment you. Uh, so I'm to set the stage. I guess I'm 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 on a work call, and and Brian creeps down the hallway, and <laughs> brings me uh, brings me an unknown shot glass full of what looks to be some sort of bubbly liquid, and so I smile and I look over and and I say I trust you, and I take it, and my first thought is like oh shit, is that cucumber? And he goes fuck yeah it is, and um. And I and I looked at him and I, I'm processing this like I'm surprised myself in that and I really enjoyed this because <laughs> I have a really sharp stance against cucumber uh, flavored things, but it really stems from cucumbers themselves. And I just think that they're kind of like a waste of um, of anything really. They're kind of like it's kind of like it's not really a waste. It's not the right word. Like wa it's like water, sort of like it's water like, that helps you. Poop. It's, it's it's the physical. Uh, uh, solid form of water. I think a cucumber is. It's, but it helps you poop. And sure, sure. A lot of things help you poop, but it doesn't mean I, 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 I care much about them. So cucumber but is not I, in your top five. No, no. I just, I just, I just think that kind of adding a bunch of water in where it has like a slight semi-water flavor that somehow is really overpowering. It doesn't really like seem to equate with with like 
what it offers and its substance. It's, I like, just, it's overpowering in taste. So I, hardly, I personally, hardly disagree. Personal, personal taste, and, and I respect your disagreement, but I, I think that, that cucumbers, uh, it's like, what's the point to me? Right? I just think a nice What's sliced up cucumber, a little but he hands salt, me the shot, a little pepper. Mm, he hands perfect. me the shot, and I take it, and I'm like, "Is that cucumber?" Yeah. And I go, "Wow, that's probably the first time that I've enjoyed the cucumber flavor." So thank so, you to Base. Is that what um, it's called? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, basic. Sorry, I was way off by one letter. Basic. Well, two letters, I guess. Yeah, and I one syllable. It's, it's 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 really nice, um, especially in small doses. Especially if you're you're not a cucumber fan, but. Um, this might be the like the turning point in my stance against cucumbers and cucumber flavor. Well, I appreciate your openness. We've got two taste tests coming up. We've got Richard going to try the cucumber for the first time, and then we've got Jake uh, trying both the salted peanut and the chocolate-covered peanut from the Carolina Nut Company. Emphasis on the nut. Yeah, portion of uh, that. Dick, could you tell me which Carolina? Um, I believe... Um, you can look on the label, I'm sure. The you Carolina Nut Company is from North Carolina. Mm. Not to be confused with mm. the Carolina Nut Company that's See, obviously from South I was going to say... Of course. Can we, can we also maybe differentiate uh, like the Renaissance paintings on each peanut can? <laughs> yeah, that? so I'll talk about this. So my family blesses me every year with Cabela's gift cards for Ooh. my birthday. He's Christmas. literally wearing Cabela's socks right now. Probably. Yep, I literally am wearing I Cabela's saw that socks earlier. right now. Um, we're, you know, what, what can I say is we're uh, a, a fair family. We're not rich by any means. We were blessed to be able to afford our mortgage, but when someone hands you a gift card for a store, you go and use it in the best way. And this last time, I happened to buy socks, nuts, and popcorn. I don't feel like any of those are poor choices. Hey, you like me. you yeah. like popcorn? That's the uh, I think popcorn the is divine, the single greatest food ever the made. Divine Trinity, I think is what they call that. Right, because socks, you know, and popcorn. So nuts. I'm very interested for Rich to try his first cucumber shot ever. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do that right now. I'll give a review. Uh, clanky clank clank. Oh, plastic. yours is plastic. That sounded horrible. There's a clank. Let's do a better one. Hopefully you heard that. Eye contact. Mm. Weird. Mm. Jake's got a weird thing where he wants eye contact when he's doing a shot. That's a little creepy. Anyway, so back to cucumbers. You guys went a little off track there. Um, so let me... I'm going to ask you five questions, Jake. That is a lot. This That's is a lot. Can we go to the <laughs> Do you like Do you like potassium? Sure. Okay. Do you like antioxidants? Of course. Okay. Cranberries. Do you like a mild diuretic property? Does that mean it makes you uh, full? Yeah, I can't say no. Keeps you regular. <laughs> That's what yeah, I, yeah, yeah, about. I can't say no. I already talked about it. Yeah, I know. I'm saying this is... Very important. Okay. And then uh, how about vitamin K? I don't really know what that does. Vitamin but K carrots, right? Yeah, keratin? Is it keratin? So, how's your eyesight? Bad. Um, as not, he wears his glasses. Great, but, I, but I don't think that it has anything to do with my with my VK input. Mm. Uh, well, how do you know? I guess I don't, but... Uh, well, science does, actually. I Can mean, you get like, back to your questioning? Like, macular degeneration isn't, uh, isn't necessarily, <laughs> like... Cured by eating carrots, so uh, that but, but I can tell you that my maybe my cucumbers hasn't changed in the last ten years, and so maybe that's because of all the carrots that I eat. Hmm. Probably all right, not. that was a terrible amount of five. All those things were uh, benefits of the cucumber. 
So yeah, yeah. Then I yeah. So you know, my stance wasn't ever that like cucumbers never did anything for anyone. You just don't like the taste. I just don't like the taste. I don't think they bring enough to the table for me to really. You know, there's other ways to get. As we're losing listeners, this is terrible. Like seriously, Jake. Well, they can turn it off. By the way, you can turn it off anytime you want. We're not going to talk disc golf anymore. This isn't even going to make the podcast. Oh, it might. I disagree. Eh. Anyways, whatever. Jake, please sample my nuts. Which one do you feel is the better nut? I feel like Mm. you should start with the bear. Yeah, give me one. I'm gonna start you with chocolate. Oh, it's two together. That looks like a nutsack. I got a chocolate covered cluster that's covered with chocolate. All right, so we're gonna be sampling the Carolina two testicles. Happy holidays, gourmet salted peanuts. Uh, I really gotta throw out that that (laughs) the packaging here. Mm. I gotta give like an eight five to Mm. the packaging. Um, yeah, this probably was stolen from a Renaissance painting, or somebody made this in the basement. I can't. Really I would argue it. that based on the uh, clothing in which they are depicted in this, it's post Renaissance. That's okay. For you a, can't always be right. Yeah. For a can of You're peanuts, right. which you got from Cabela's, I'm these surprised really by how good these cans look. These Except, are really good. What's this? Is this plastic one? Okay. Yeah, that's this is me. I didn't trim it. Up I yet. thought it was maybe like a drop. I already think that I'm gonna let the chocolate ones left. Okay, so Jake has sampled the salted nuts. Well, He's I mean, super pro the salted. The um, chocolate, Rich, I would say, uh, was not good. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, I think Dick the chocolate is, quality was bad. I don't think it's the nuts' fault. Dick has transitioned from the chocolate to just the plain old salted. I have a small handful ready yeah, to go. Of nuts. They feel pretty Dick salty. Dick has some small nuts. Almost dropped one. Dick almost dropped one of Brian's nuts. All right, so mm. we're going to try the Car- Carolina Nut Company's Happy Holidays chocolate-covered peanuts here. Net weight, 10 ounces. Pretty common. I would argue that that's a 12-ounce can that they just didn't give me two ounces. Well, well, would you, you agree or just mean, I, I don't know. You should write a letter. Do you would think- you agree that 12 ounces of water would fit in there? Yes. Oh, like, yes. I mean, fluid ounces. Yes. We're, talking, we're talking a different scale here. I would argue that maybe even 16 ounces of water. I think you could do a pint glass in there. <laughs> Which is 16 ounces. Exactly. That's a great argument because I made it. Well, that's just a fluid ounce for a solid. All right. So do you think the Carolina Nut Company would give us money for this segment? No. These are really good, too. Ah, You'd like the chocolate on them? I do. I like the salsa way better. My chocolate-covered peanut is one of my favorite treats. That chocolate's garbage, in my opinion. Yeah. It tastes really bad. If you like really milky chocolate, because it's really milky chocolate. It tastes like milk, not chocolate. Mm, I just didn't like the flavor. I still, I think that I am going to. Now he's cut. All right. <laughs> I think that I am going to uh, go with the, go with the plain peanut, the plain salted peanut. It's it's Three a really one. really good peanut. It's one of those where I yeah. open the can Three one, and it would maybe last like eighteen to thirty six hours on average. With both you of us, you would make that last eighteen hours. Now that yeah. you now, now that, that you have a roommate, yeah. Well, now we would I, let we would do two. Self-control. Well, I'm here too, and, and I'm gonna be. Um, I would have like I would I would okay so just you in the house by yourself not dick by myself because I I like I reach this point once I get halfway down the can where I'm like you know, you're start, only gonna have these for so long you're so rationing then I start to eat small so you get concerned yeah I get concerned and conservative about my nuts obviously the nuts are a very important thing to you and your concern 
Is there another food that you would act the same way with, if you're concerned? Certainly. Uh, what? Oreos? Mm, Oreos. Yeah. So once you get halfway through the Oreos, oh, you, you, yeah. you take yeah. out that middle we'll row in one day, and then I after do that, it you're like almost problematically, mm. like with milk. You know? Milk? Yeah. If I get like a half gallon of milk, and I, and I end up having an instant breakfast the first morning, I'm like, well, there's a quarter of a half gallon. What's an instant breakfast? Yeah, like, thank you for answering. There goes, yeah. there goes a question. Like, what's we, an instant breakfast? Are we missing oh, out on like this the, whole it's thing? The best, it's the best... Um, I, breakfast. Uh, I don't. I still breakfast don't know protein drink, like oh, meal replacement drink. that you can drink in the morning. It's a drink that's protein and a, meal a, a bag of powder, or you can buy the, the made drinks made by Carnation. Carnation mm. breakfast. Carnation I have heard that breakfast. analogy. Carn- that. So not from flowers. No. Um. There's probably some like piece or part of a flower uh, in the ingredients, but Jake. it's just the powder you put in your milk, and it turns it into like a really rich chocolate milk. It's lovely. I, I didn't know that you were a 65-year-old woman. Well... Your carnation is... <laughs> sure. I just I bought know. a cricket. Uh, <laughs> By cricket, do you mean the phone? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And also the, the, the scrapbooking die cut machine. Oh! A cut. Yeah. Oh. cut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I already made like <laughs> Rich moved in. Are you guys ready to lose darts? Rich oh, moved yeah. in two weeks ago, and I've already made him three scrapbooks. So, like, you could call it a problem. It's your dog. That's pretty exciting. Can you guys hear the dog upstairs? Is it a nice dog? I actually haven't met. I think they use the front door. That's weird. It's, sweet. it's a sweet dog. It's not yeah. trained very well. <coughs> is, Seems is to be a problem around this building. Or, or sorry, is the dog better or is <coughs> trained? Are you okay? You're okay. Okay. Is the dog nice or better trained than Miko? Um, it's hard to say. I've only met your dog once. Wow! Right away, that's a no. If you don't instant answer, if you don't snap call yes, well, it certainly says that your dog can strike me as a well dog. Like, I mean, you spent an evening with. <laughs> He wasn't a poorly behaved dog. If I were to bet, if I were to bet, if I were to bet, Nico, Nico's a well-behaved dog. It doesn't mean he's a well-trained dog. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I agree. This is distinct difference. What have you trained him to do? He can sit. He can high five. He can hug. He can wait. He can stay. That's good. I haven't seen any of those tricks. I disagree. He sat. He sat for sure. That's what he's trained to do. I went one point. Are you ready to lose your Um, yeah, I mean, all I'm trying, play. I'm trying that, to delay that, the loss in darts for as long as I can. We gotta do, do you want to play darts? We gotta do the. Play. He's still recording. This is taking forever. Okay. There's gonna be some fun clips. Well, I didn't know. Let's wrap up. I've been rap, trying to wrap up for like nine days. Do you remember the Chappelle show skit? We wrap it up. So you just gotta tell me, like, yo, it's I've up. already tried. I've insinuated. Just you know. say wrap up. I was waiting so for Carl wrap to walk it in, up. or Wayne to walk in, or anyone. Yeah, yeah, work on your signals, maybe. Yeah. So I literally said, "Let's cut." I gave him the cut signal. Oh, I didn't see that. And I said, "Nah, let's keep it good." I gave, you you fill my gullet with nuts, <laughs> whiskey, and I delicious gave, and delicious delicious treats. I can talk for cucumbers. Days. And the vitamin K, I think, is... Um, How many English cucumbers did you eat that day? English What's cucumbers? English? No, ones like that big that don't make any seeds. If I, like... Uh, my life depended on no, it? Like, no, like, if you had to win happily... How many could you eat to win a million dollars? Are we doing it the South oh, Park uh, way? When they opposite? Uh, 12 hours? <laughs> Holy shit. 
Six to six, you <sighs> say? Or eight to eight, would you prefer? Are uh, they prophylactic? Okay, like 12 hours. Excuse me. We're not talking about things that go in your butt. Calm well, down. You're asking how many I can eat. If I throw up, am I disqualified? No. Um, yeah. Okay. I like the throw up uh, part, actually. I don't like the throw up. Because then someone that's better at throwing up is determination. Yeah, but someone that's better than throwing up could win versus eating just English cucumbers. I want to know, just eating English cucumbers, how many could you eat in one day? Assuming they're 18 and 12 hours. Um, 12 hours. 15. Oh, I think it could go way over that. I think that I would, I would I think you could get, get off get, to a really quick start. And then, I think you and then I would six in your first hour. I'd be forcing them down for, 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 the, for the next uh, 11 hours. But if you ate six in your first hour, that means you would only need to average one an hour after that to hit 15. Less than that. Yeah, I mean, I... It is less than that. I feel like I feel like, like you're underestimating your ability. I think so, but I'd rather underestimate well, than overestimate. I'd rather every be three hours. hours. Could you eat five? Every three hours, could you eat five? I don't think. I, I just don't think it's that simple. I think that I think that it's it's like a it's an exponential curve. Uh, the inverse of it, I guess. Like you're going to eat most of them. Okay. I can't remember what that curve's called, but. Let's say it's relatively flat up at the top yeah. for a while, and then uh -huh. it dips off, like mm -hmm. in terms of productivity. Yeah. Like I would, I would, I would get after it quickly to start, and then three? the rest, like, would be torture. And the, the question is, like, how many hours Could are you, you are you willing to plan as the torture? Well, hours? the parameter was twelve. Twelve hours, right? So, like, would I pace myself up in two, or would I just like cram a gullet for the first hour Could you and eat have one hour? hours of torture? Could you eat one an hour for 12? Yeah. That's 12, right away. Right. We've established that now. Yeah. So I guess 15. So, so you said 10 or eight. No, I said 15. Either way. You said you could eat 15, 15 cucumbers? Right. I, I, I have 12 at, hours. I was looking at my phone and there's no fucking way you could do that. No? You couldn't eat Can I piss a shit? You don't even like. Yeah, of course. Do you piss a cucumber out mostly, you think? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to it. It's going to be yellow piss with all that vitamin K. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> that was the best question all day. That's my drink. Oh. That door. Oh. I think you should get more than 50. Think so? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, don't I think I could get 50. I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to have a cucumber contest. Yeah. The big ones? I didn't, I didn't even know the big start, really. For 12 hours? Yes. I think I could eat 15 in 12 hours. I don't think you hours. could eat one in an hour. I think I could eat one a in 15 number? minutes. Oh, my God. A big boy? Yes. I think I could eat yeah. one in 15 for sure. Or would salt you just go after No. Like no he's salt a slicer, pepper. yeah. Can, can, mm. we, uh, can, Brian. We, can we peel them? Mm. Yeah. Are nope. they pre-peeled? Nope. Does the peeling come into the time? No peeling. No, no, no I think, like, all right. I think the only thing that I'm going to call is, that. I think you're allowed to make four swipes. You can cut off the ends. How you far in the ends? See, so you're already no, a, gen a gentleman's tip cut. Why, hey, why can't I slice it? A gentleman's, gentleman's circumcision. A circumcision. Why allow us to, of the to, pickle? To peel the, <laughs> the cucumbers fine. Did you see what you tried to do there? I'm saying you tried to make it. Why you tried to make it weird? Why you can't? You tried to suck your cukes, man. Why you can't peel it is because all the vitamins. Purely for the fact that we're still fucking recording. All the vitamins and all the nutrients are in the fucking outside, and it it will make your stomach. It'll make your stomach way worse. So you can't make a rundown. 
to Rich's point. It's uh, true. That's where it all is. Juicing allowed. Like just blend it up and drink. You it. can blend it. Oh, we have sure. a. We definitely. Rich brought a, yeah, a veggie, magic veggie bullet. Oh yeah, the and veggie so bullet. So <laughs> I think this, this introduces. This is like the steroids conversation in baseball. Do, do I need to get? How many how many cucumber shakes <laughs> could you drink in twelve hours versus oh, eating? I think we're talking. Like Can you call 20, Carl? I think we're talking like twenty or thirty. <laughs> get him to get thirty cucumbers. We're gonna need you to turn around and go back to Costco. We're gonna need thirty English cucumbers. No, we're gonna need sixty because all four of us are doing it. I would do it. I would try it. You got it. Yeah. There's no it's fucking just, way. Like, it's like, cucumbers. It's not. It's not anything that's gonna kill you. You guys are ridiculous. Can you? Can you? I think I can. I gotta be able to eat fifteen. That's like drinking and, more like, uh, three days of pain afterwards. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't I mean, understand where the pain is. It's let me put like, it this way: liquid is not fun. But you're peeing it too. It's fine. <laughs> I guess it comes back to that question. Yeah. Right? What's the ratio? I really don't understand why we haven't already tried this. Okay, guys. Yeah. You've been here for four <laughs> hours and we haven't tried this yet. Why? Okay. All right. So would you say so, an English cucumber, how many beers do you Amazon think that Amazon delivers? Oh, my God. Uh, like two. Two beers. It's an arbitrary yeah, that's skill. 30 beers. In, in 12, 12 hours? hours? Easily. I can easily do that. Yeah, beer has so much more stuff in them than Brand. cucumbers do. No, you can't. And I can do 30 beers you in 12 hours. Are, you couldn't do 20. Cucumbers are like eating less. There's nothing here. I easily can. You could not do 20. You'd pass out. Dude, I did, on my 30th birthday, I did like 27 and 4. Seven years ago. If I did 27 and 4, Wait, I could you've do... Wait, uh, you, you've tried to see how many cucumbers No, I drank 27 beers. I'm talking oh, okay. beers. Like, cause he said you need so many more cucumbers than beers. He thinks it's two beers for every cucumber. <laughs> you said that. I asked you. I said. I how... just said, sure. I think it's more than that. No, it's I, just water. I asked how many cucumber beers mostly. in a cucumber. You said two. Okay. And two. then, so that would be 30 beers. And that's food, though. It's I solid. can easily drink 30 beers. Because you're just going to piss out the water. It's solid, though. Can you drink 30 it's, beers? It's, it's like 90% water. It's more solid than the beer fucking question. beer. Eh. 30 beers. In 12 hours? No. Uh, probably you, not, dude. Can't, you can drink two beers. Well, I, I, I could if, like, if I needed to. Like, and stay If my life on the line. And, uh, you can do a fucking 30 rack in 12 hours? Yeah. I think I drank 12 in the first one. And then I just take a nap for two. What was the power hour? Oh, How many beers was that? Sleep, power hour was what, like six beers? Uh, well, you get shot of beer a minute for an hour. If you do two hour shot, it came out to be in like six, between like, like 15, 15 beers or something like that. Oh, uh, that's Century Club. 12. Century Club. 12 beers, I can't remember. If you did a two hour shot, that would be every six mm-hmm. is a beer. Mm-hmm. There'd be 10 rotations of that in the power hour. 10 beers. Shots are a shot or a ounce. That's why I rounded up to a two ounce because math was easier that way, and I didn't want to try to do one and a half. Or it's just it's, it's eight shots per beer. Eight shots per beer would be eight shots per beer would be seven and a half beers. That's more like it. Pretty good math. Jake's just over here petting my dog, our dog. He's just being a boy. He's being a boy. Hey man, you can call him your dog if you want. I'm okay he's, with that. He's yeah, the dog of the people, big, man. That's a very big relationship. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, you're my boy. Like, if you walk him and you're like, 
But I'll still um, always feel like a, oh, like an uncle to oh, him. Oh, sure, sure, that's sure. That's perfectly okay. But that, that doesn't mean that. But good. he looks to me. But like in a social situation. Richard's in here, and that's really like That's if, my dog. Yeah. It's your dog, too. Like if you're walking him and you take him to the dog park and a nice young lady comes up and says, oh, your dog's so cute. What's his name? You wouldn't be like, that's not my dog. No, you can say You're right. his yeah, name right. is Drake. Right. You just go, that's his Drake. His name is Drake. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's an independent spirit. Yeah. He seems to look up to me. Yeah, he's annoying sometimes, but we love him. Yeah, he stares a bit. Yeah, he travels. We all do. Well, we all do. He likes to go into Jake's room, and Jake doesn't like that. <laughs> he just likes to test my boundaries. Whenever you want, babe. <laughs> what do you want to do? You want me to stop? Stop. Hey, man. I'm done. We just I'm got done. so this many good quotes. Me. 